This week on the Convincing Idiots Podcast, Gen X Brian has returned and we give you drinking Borox. You need to be told not to do this. Some people do, unfortunately. Barbie tops one billion. Quite the accomplishment. Lizzo or Lizzo Borden or Lizzo uh, uh, some, something out. like that. She's in the news and we talk about that's right. We talk about that and also other disappointing celebrity behavior and fictional coaches. Who are our favorites? We share them with you. Hang with us. Stick with us. Listen. Watch. And let's start the show. Hi, this is Aaron from Blake Insurance. You're listening to Convincing Idiots Podcast. I'm convinced. Convincing idiots. Called it ham gravy. <laughs> I informed them that I sided with the stat man, not just anyone's opinion, the stat man Brian Fisher. His kids today. Jingle uh, All the Way is, in fact, the best Christmas movie of all time. I need to get Grandma a present, <laughs> and my herpes is flaring up. <laughs> I got it. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. Three friends representing three different generations. That's our whole shtick. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Nick got the whole poop. Mm-hmm. I'm standing oh, in the sea breeze, awesome. holding a turd just mightily. I'm just going to hats. <laughs> anyway, on a lighter note, uh, three. And welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the vodcast. Welcome to the broadcast. Boys and girls, welcome to the show. This is Convincing Idiots. My name's Dean, the Zennial. You I'm Brian Genix. <laughs> and I'm Nick. Shut I'm up. a millennial. Shut up. I'm, Shut very, up. I'm very mischievous <laughs> and ornery this evening. <laughs> if you've not uh, joined us previously, we are Convincing Idiots. We are a weekly podcast of three friends representing three different generations, and we get together each and every week, well, most of us do, to discuss nerd and pop culture. So if you've not already done so, Please feel free to find us on all your favorite social media accounts because we are on the vast majority of them. Rather than list them all to you, I would uh, like to uh, invite you to come find our link tree. Go to Google and type in Convincing Idiots Link Tree, L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E. And there you can find all the social media accounts. You can also find all that information and so much more on our website, which is convincingidiots.wordpress.com. Dot com. Uh, our merch store is on there as well, as well as uh, different places that you can listen to this podcast each and every week on your favorite podcast platform. We're also available via our friends on Boss Code Media. Uh, if you're not familiar with Boss Code Media or Boss Code TV, it is an app that you can conveniently download on your smart device, whether it be a smartphone, a smart TV. It is a lot of original content creator stuff on there. Really cool. We're there. Our friends on it came from Gen X are there as well. So be sure to find us on Boss Code Media. So, uh, like I said, weekly podcast, Convincing Idiots. A couple of us show up each and every week without fail. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but uh, anyway, we haven't talked to Brian in so long. We missed him mm-hmm. so dearly, and I'm just dying you, to, to, to get back in touch with Brian. So, Brian, what's new in Brian land? Well, you guys did a good job last week, first of all. Uh, nice we work. did? Even yeah. Dean? What? I said both of you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. that's good. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was good. Thanks for Recorded doing that. Really that. 
Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was my, good. My, my shorts are tighter right now. It's, it's incredible. It's because you're eating more. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't say where they were tighter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah. I just... Yeah. Uh, I was good seeing you guys last week. I know you guys will talk about that a little bit at the at the Luau. Uh, last week I was away, as you guys mentioned on the last episode. Uh, lovely girlfriend Allie and I went a nice getaway to uh, Southern Ohio, Newark, Ohio, Zanesville, Ohio. That's like west of Columbus, Ohio. Uh, for those not that familiar with the area, we Ohio. had a great time. Yes, got a great time hiking and going around to different uh, local breweries and restaurants and shopping and stuff like that. Just Great, great time. So it's a, it's a it's a nice area. Uh, you can get there in a couple of hours from the north, from the Akron area, Barberton area where we are. So just a great time. Very nice uh, uh, for us to have some one-on-one time. And that's it. Just you know, getting back in the swing of things this week, back to work and all that. That's 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 about it. Nice so, little lovers retreat. Yes, mm-hmm. it, it def, that, definitely. The, pl- the place we stayed was I, terrific, by the way, too. So just a nice. Why wasn't that the name there. of the last episode? <laughs> lovers retreat. Yeah. Lovers retreat. <laughs> that would been a good one. Damn it! Yeah, yeah that would have been good. That would been a good one. Yeah. So, Dean, how are you, sir? What's new? I'm well. You know, just working. Work's busy. It's the fall. You know, it's mm-hmm. time for uh, fall things to happen. So, you know, just. Work's been busy. Other than that, just, you know, living, loving, and fucking. That's it. All right. Um, Fantastic. Oh, I'm fighting skunks. I'm fighting skunks. They're winning, aren't they? Yeah, dude. These things, first of all, they, they're, they're normally in the, in the farther back regions of the, of, of the backyard, and they're getting ballsier and ballsier, but they're coming closer and closer. I had one come I'm sitting on the back uh, steps there uh, having a smoke, and... This one comes around the corner, looks at me, and just starts running at me. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So I have to, I have to jump up, run, run, because I don't smoke inside. So, so I'm, I'm trying to flick the cigarette out as I'm jumping inside. It falls down in the crack, the doorway crack, and I come out of like the house on fire. Operation Skunk Arson is underway. <laughs> Good job, boys. Goes back to his friends. I'm pouring water down the crack. It was just, it was so stupid. So now I got this, this, um, I got this off Amazon, the skunk spray. It has all, all these different odors and stuff that they supposedly don't like. And I went around and sprayed around the yard, around like where what? I think they're at. What, is it, what does it smell like to you? Like what's it? Um, funk. Cause it's got like animal urine. It has, uh, 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 so it's, it's not a bunch a, of natural. It's not, it's not correct. like putting on mosquito scented things that are like, you know, it is not, not unpleasant to us, but they don't like it's like real Correct. not good smelling stuff. Yeah, it, it made uh, the outside smell really bad. Just hear me out. Uh huh. Just just before you launder your underwear next time, just put that out there. Give it a try. <laughs> You're assuming that I wear some. Yep. Well. <laughs> yep. Put your shorts out there, and then of course your flip flops because yeah. you know similar. Yeah. No, those got broke at Brian's yeah. <laughs> when he when he tripped me. It was a big old gash in him. Yeah, uh, that was that was uh, definitely a very uncharacteristic display from Brian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very mean. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, Nick, what about you? What what's going on in your neck of the woods? Oh, you know, not too much uh, different other than last we spoke. Good. I, I had, we had on. a lo- lovely time at the Luau, fucker. 
uh, oh. at uh, Mike mm-hmm. and Lynn's house. So that was a lovely time. Thank you uh, very much for to them for hosting that lovely evening yes. that we all had together. Yes, uh, we the hula dance. We did. We took hula lessons, and uh, I think we all pretty much nailed it, except for Brian, because once again, like everything in our life, mm-hmm. he wasn't there. So um, nope. not there, not, not not yet. But he did show up later. That was cool. Um, but no, it was a, a good weekend. You know, went to a parade, Rogue's Hollow Fest. That was fun. Went and saw a movie, which I'll talk about in uh, the reviews, and um, you know, just hanging out. So school's getting ready to get started back up. We went to open house. Mm. I officially have a middle schooler as of wow. Whatever day they start Wednesdays, Lane's going to be in middle school. It's just crazy. So went and poked around the middle school, and then uh, Oliver's got open house tomorrow. So That's just fun. Life times times flying. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yes, indeed. All right, well, why don't we get into some idiot reviews? Have you seen anything interesting, Dean? Let me start with you, since Nick was taking, uh, just taking yeah, a drink. I actually, I actually did see one thing. Um, mm-hmm. It's on. It was on Hulu, uh, based on a true story with uh, Kaylee Cuoco. It is, the, it, it, briefly, it's a, her and her husband uh, kind of have affluent friends, and but they're kind of struggling a little bit, and they have a plumber who they... Uh, think is a serial killer and instead of turning him in they suggest that he do a podcast with them uh, hmm. and uh, yeah so so they do a podcast where he explains everything and explains what he did how he did it and all of that and it becomes viral and, and the whole deal and hmm. um, it it was fun it was a, it was a good episode I do I do recommend it but the ending's really weird it, the ending seemed like the end of it an episode. Hmm. And and it kind of, it was kind of abrupt to be a series uh, season end, but other than that, it, it's fun. I recommend that. So they're obviously doing a second season. They have to be. If not, it was unless they they just canceled it right off the bat. They go fuck it. We'll just air what we have. Which I don't know that, but hmm. foreshadowing to the future end of this podcast someday. Right, perhaps. just abrupt. <laughs> you won't yeah. even know. There will be no like ceremonious that. goodbye. They'll just be like well, it's over. No. Maybe be interviewed about maybe a murder that he committed. I don't know. Just yep. who mean? I don't know. We're gonna yet to find out. Well, that, I mean that's a good question. Keep, I think out of three listening. of us, I'm more of the pussy. I am not going to kill anybody. Well, just have to keep listening. You almost lit your own house on fire due to skunks. So well, the conflict might not the, be. You're... That's killing me and the skunk, not somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian is the master. Brian would be the one to murder somebody oh, only yeah. because he's he got get that. Away with it. Yeah, he's so nice and he's so mm-hmm. you know. And, but like, he's also very calculated and very mm-hmm. um, you know meticulous. Uh, exact, meticulous. Thank you. Was you've, the word seen, I was looking for. you've looked into his eyes. Mm-hmm. He won't get that close to the screen because it will hypnotize anybody watching on our YouTube channel. But I mean, all he has to do is look into your eyes and no, and he really will do anything. He. He asks. And just like that, I'm dead inside. Look at that. <laughs> that happened years ago. <laughs> Hold on. How long you been with Robin? <laughs> I knew that. I figured that was a setup for that joke. It had to be. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Nick, you well, said you saw a movie. What, have you, what did you watch, sir? Yeah, we went to the theater. Been super fucking pumped to see the Ninja Turtles movie that Seth Rogen Ooh. made. And that came out this weekend. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Uh, a lot of fun. It was just, I mean, it's from the, the same studio that made like the Spider-Verse movies and stuff like that. The animation style is uh, a little outside of the box and stuff, so really cool visually. Um, 
I was very excited just because I know that Seth Rogen's making this and he's a big fan. So like, I just felt like anytime you have a fan making a movie, Mm -hmm. like we've discussed a lot about movies that are successful. Um, it's usually, it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good sign. Um, and this was just that it, I felt like a kid watching this movie. It wasn't anything like earth shatteringly amazing, like spider verse. It wasn't like, Oh my God, this movie's like, is this one of the best movies I've seen? (laughs) Nothing like that, but it was, a lot of fun to watch. There was a lot of nostalgia in it. Um, and just all around, just, a, I mean, there's no better way to explain it other than just fun. It was over the top and crazy and funny, um, both for adults and kids. Um, and yeah, like everybody, all four of us uh, absolutely enjoyed it. That so was actually I would... the Yelp review for this podcast. And, and you guys mm-hmm. Is that, that right? But... Really? Yeah. 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 Hmm. Interesting. I don't I would... understand the kids part, but you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, but sorry, um, but yeah, no, it was it was very good. I would strongly recommend it. Um, and if you're a Turtles fan, it's an absolute must see. Uh, so definitely so a lot Bebop of fun there. And rock studies in it. Oh yeah, that. all actually the pizza, majority, all that stuff. The majority yeah. of the main uh, villain characters that you see throughout Turtles and stuff like that are in it. Well, John uh, Cena plays one of Bebop and Rocksteady, doesn't he? Uh, John Cena is Rocksteady because Seth mm. Rogen is Bebop. Correct. Um, oh, and then cool. Ice, Ice Cube is Superfly. Uh, Paul Rudd is, is Mondo Gecko, which was fucking awesome. He stole the show. It was great. Um, yeah, Jackie does Chan is, he does. is Splinter. Um, so yeah, just a lot of great vocal talent in it and stuff like that. So definitely fun. There's even a nice little thing before the movie starts of Seth Rogen, uh, you know, sitting in a chair and just like welcoming people to theater and appreciating them coming out and thanking That's them for coming a lot to see more it. Lately. And it's cool. Hmm. It's a nice touch. I, I like enjoy that. it. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, uh, wasn't there something like that with Tom Cruise and Top Tom Gun? Tom Cruise did it for Top Gun. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was just kind of a nice little pre movie thing and it, it was really cool. Um, so yeah, again, uh, strongly, strongly suggested. I was very pleasantly. Not even surprised, but just I was very happy with with the way that it was done. Um, and then the only other thing uh, I finished the second half of, or two things I finished the second half of the uh, the tennis reality show I was telling you guys about before that breakpoint. They released the first half of the okay. season and then like waited a couple months and then came out with the other half of the episode. So that's fantastic. And then I, this is a weird one. Robin walked into the bedroom on Friday night and I'm laying down and I'm watching something and she's like. Are you watching a Taylor Swift documentary? And I'm like, yes, yes, I am. And she said that is so weird. But I watched the trailer. There's she a. She would have preferred you been watching like, uh, like bestiality porn, <laughs> other, rather than her walk in. You watching a Taylor Swift? Documentary. It was well. I've not. I've not necessarily in the past been the biggest Taylor Swift. I've not been a Swifty in my past. I'm not one of the biggest Taylor Swift supporters. Um, not okay. that it's anything against her. I just. I don't know. I was always a Kanye fan, and then that whole thing happened, and then I was like, eh, whatever. I don't know why. I didn't like that he was so vilified, which, you know, egg on my face, whatever. But sure. he, uh, <laughs> it's there was the the um, trailer looked really good. It's called Taylor Swift, Miss Americana. And it kind of goes through, basically, her career, and then also really focuses on how she kind of started stepping into... Um, or being more vocal about issues, political issues, and backing candidates for, she talks about how so long, you know, she was taught, especially she, you know, nobody wanted her manager. Everybody's like, you don't want to be the Dixie Chicks. They spoke out one time against the president that was, you know, right wing, and they were like, people were just over them, and it ruined their careers and whatever. So she's always been like, I've always been taught, you know, from a young age, like good girls don't 
make waves. They don't, you know, speak out. They don't say this or that. And it goes through different things she's been through. And God damn it, if I'm not a fucking Taylor Swift fan now, you can't watch mm. that thing and not like admire the shit out of her. Like, I mean, I've, huh? I've always heard good things about her. Like she's good to her fans. She's very sweet, whatever. But there's a That'll lot of be easy. I just won't watch it. There's a lot of people that <laughs> just don't like her for whatever reason. And I was one of them for a long time. I don't know. Just I don't know, just wasn't a fan, wasn't my vibe, didn't like it. But uh, after watching that, man, like she just seems like like an incredible person and uh, just couldn't help but like admire her by the end of it. So um, Swifties already know what's up. They've already seen this. But if you're new to the to the club, then you should watch Taylor Swift, Miss Americana on Netflix. That's it. Hmm. That's all I've watched. Noteworthy lately. Brian, what have you seen other than the beautiful face of Miss Allison and the great outdoors and breweries of Newark, Ohio? Very nice. Thank you. Yes. I... Or after that recommendation, you're thinking about quitting the podcast. Not at all. Okay. <laughs> Not at all. Not Why at do all. you hate Taylor Swift? Because she's a woman. Because she's a girl. She has no. a voice. No, I, I, I enjoy... She's not making sandwiches. Something deep. Wow, I, I think actually that's <laughs> wildly going good. Uh, I, I think this might be your That's not style. wild. You say shit like that all the time. It's not I wild. Do not, I'm a feminist. <laughs> oh, are you? Yeah. I am. Mm. I love and respect women. I want to know what Brian's seen other than your fake ass facade here. I have seen, I did mention it last week, uh, the new Futurama uh, episodes on Hulu. Those are fun. Uh, I, I agree with what Dean said last week. If you like the original, it's the same thing. They just kind of pick up where they left off. I like how they make fun of themselves, being canceled several times on several networks. They make fun of Hulu right on the episodes, which is uh, funny as well. So, yeah, original voice uh, talent. Great fun. If you like the original, you'll definitely like that, like Dean said. There's a very... Uh, odd series on Netflix also, How to Be a Cult Leader, or if you saw mm. this or not. So I have not. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's it's uh, Peter Dinklage uh, narrates it. It's basically like a just a documentary, if you will, with different cult leaders over time. But the way they did it was kind of interesting where we're going to give you the, the book on how to become a cult leader. Here's what you have to do. You follow the the leads of some of these, you know, like Charles Manson and so forth, you know, how is this to, like, is it re- like serious or tongue in cheek or no, no, it's, it's the story. The documentary is real. Sure. So but they, like, are, do, is it given like the lighthearted, like, do they make lighthearted? I know that it's difficult to do, but like, you know, really. some of them do put kind of like those kind of comedic twists to them. Uh, I mean that that's sort of the tongue in cheek is like they're giving you the playbook, if you will. That's sort of the oh, ongoing joke. But then they do have folks that were in some of these cults that they're interviewing okay. today, and it's very, very interesting. They talk about how they got into it, and it was it was it's just something what people get into. Some of these people were in cults for ten plus years. You know, it's it's really fascinating. Uh, of course, most of them ended badly for you know the cult leader and the uh, and the follow- many followers Aww. as well. With you know, but anyway, Can you imagine like asking somebody to like to follow you every week religiously without fail by going That's to right. our YouTube channel or follow us on podcast feeds everywhere. That's right, and, and by doing so, you may or may not become immortal. Not, we don't know. What? Wow! Wow! That's wow, like that's, a left yeah. turn. 
Well, <laughs> you, you don't know if you you if, don't know you don't that's know true. if you if you, you, you don't know to find out. I guess that's, that's true. Right. I yeah. You that's don't think right. that's real? Prove us wrong. Well, that's right. Yeah. I have listened to every episode we have done, and I am still here. So that's that a sign. He's right. three hundred seventy-eight years old, people, and look Although how Brady I, looks. Yep. I say so am I, but yep. I've only listened to like three episodes we ever done. Yeah, so. yeah, you don't really. <laughs> and I'm I caught here. The movie. That's right. I caught on the movie on Netflix as well. This is from 2020. I think it's the number one streaming movie on Netflix right now. Fatal. I don't know if you saw this advertised or not. Uh, John Cena and Jackie Chan. No, it's uh, oh. it's a, it's. Uh, if you like. No, no, no. What's what's the one with oh. uh, it, uh, Fatal Attraction? That's kind of like that in, okay. in some respects. So with John Cena and Jackie Chan? No, 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 no. I'd watch that. No, no. I, I can't think of who was in it. I have to. I have to look it up here. But it's, it's actors. I was not the, the one actor who played Luke Cage. He's in it. He's not the main oh, person. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you know, the premise is, I mean, you kind of gather this from the, the previews. It's, you know, guy's marriage is kind of falling apart a little bit, goes to a bachelor party in Vegas, meets a woman, things happen, and very interesting twists and turns. And it's like a whole different vibe. of it. But those type of movies, it's interesting is that you could picture something like that potentially maybe happening where you sure. hook up with the wrong person. Right, who has some type of power over you because they could ruin your marriage or something like that. So again, that's how um, I join this podcast. <laughs> well, just, you know, just keep keep your Can't fucking mouth keep... shut and no, no photos will get out. That's I it. know. I'm here. I, I told you I'd be here. All right. I that's think right. he wants them to come out. He interrupts a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, if you like that side, of, you like that type of thing. If you like a thriller. Uh, I found it entertaining. It's a, it's a fairly, it's again, it's not, you know, not a family movie. This is, you know, there's some definitely adult theme stuff here and violence and stuff like that. But if you like that type of thriller, I think you will enjoy Fatal on Netflix. That's it. Nice. Yep. Brian, are we enemies today? Like I, Yes, coincidentally, yeah, oddly, I'm wearing a green goblin just, shirt. I just wow. noticed your shirt. shirt. Yeah, see, me being in between yep. you two, uh, other than skiing, I I do I can do nothing, right? Yep. Um, to to help, you know, stop you two from fighting. I, you know, who can? Aaron Blake. Oh, mm. I saw him. Aaron tonight. Blake. Oh, well, I'm jealous. Yeah, lovely night. Tell you, Aaron Blake with Blake Insurance. Blake Insurance is an Erie insurance agency located right here in Barberton, Ohio. They provide auto, home, renters, and business insurance with honesty, decency, and affordability. Erie Insurance is above all else in service. You want to call 234-571-5359 or visit BlakeInsuranceLLC.com for your free five-minute quote today. And when you do, tell him that the idiot sent you and he needs to come and stop these two from fighting. Yeah, that's right, Dean. That ad read did yeah. not disa- did, did not disappoint. Oh, thanks. However, we're going to talk about some. <laughs> always, not you. There's always a however. No, uh, there's always a however. In our next segment, we are going to talk about some people, some celebrities or athletes who did disappoint us, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about that in our Ask an Idiot segment, which will be coming up after the break. 
Gen X Brian here from the Convincing Idiots podcast. If you're enjoying our show, tell a friend. And if you're not, well, tell two enemies. Hello, everybody. It's Rosemary again. Mountains of wash every week. Just look at that. But heavy-duty work clothes don't scare me a bit. Not with 20 mule team bars handy. Thank you, darling. You're a big help. Used in the wash water, with your favorite soap or detergent, 20 mule team barks, cuts grease, loosens ground-in dirt. Any color or fabric that's safe in plain water is equally safe in borax water. So let's have a borax sweet wash in every household. Put 20 mule team borax on your shopping list tonight. Three. Welcome back to Convincing Idiots. You know, I feel like I may have something in common with the person we're about to remember here. He was known in part for directing something horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That tracks. Yeah. So, uh, director William Friedkin recently passed away uh he was known as the director of the exorcist and also the french mm. connection uh so he passed away at aged 87 now we've we've talked about sorry about that we've talked about silencing <laughs> devices off camera yeah, so they're I not did. distracting i stopped it alexa stop sorry no last last week we uh we all de- we all decided that uh we should turn our devices off during the fucking podcast. Oh, but you weren't here to. Anyway, right. somebody didn't get the. Well, I said, they didn't get. I set a timer on the first segment, and then I stopped <laughs> it. I thought I restarted it, but clearly I did not. So I apologize for that. Anyway, uh, Mr. Friedkin you know, recently passed away, and I know we've talked about favorite scary movies on several episodes of this podcast, all the yeah. way back to episode number three i think we talked about uh, sure that makes sense favorite uh, scary movies of all time way back now uh coming up on three years gentlemen and we'll talk more about that but uh yeah just a uh, fantastic movie and i uh, just you know kind of sad to hear that news uh i, I know it's not a huge body of work necessarily i don't know but any thoughts on have you are you familiar with more of his work? Are you familiar with The Exorcist and or French Connection? Any words on Mr. Friedkin? I don't uh, really, as in like the only thing I know is The Exorcist. I'm sure yeah. maybe he's done stuff that I've I've seen also, but I'm well versed and aware of The Exorcist. It was, it's one of the scariest movies, especially as a child uh, watching it. I don't know if I should have been, but I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it it is fantastic. It it it, it is. I think we probably did them, but yes, it's up there in the Mount Rushmore of scary movies. So, for yeah. sure, yeah. Rest in horror. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, def- it definitely took scary movies to another level back uh, back in its time. This was a you, you kind of forget that movie was early seventies when it came out because it, it definitely just very extreme horror elements and even the special effects and everything were yeah, definitely ahead of its time. So, yes, yeah. indeed. Uh, Nick, any any word or honestly, I have nothing more to add other than Dean. What I would have said exactly, basically, what Dean said. Yeah. Exorcist is the extent of it. Um, not smart. super familiar, but um, definitely, it's a horrifying <laughs> movie. And uh, so, yeah, it's Dean uh, worded it pretty well for the both of us. 
Okay, very good. Another person we lost I just saw today here, guys. Johnny Hardwick. You may not know the name, but you probably know the the character. He was a adult a, film star. Uh, <laughs> no, you might think so. Okay, uh, but he he was known for some voice work on King of the Hill. He played no Dale, boom, boom, boom power. Dale, oh, no, 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 no. Oh. Dale Gribble. Dale Gribble. Okay. He played uh, for the. That, then that was not Boomhauer. Dale. He played Dale. Dale was like the the mirror sunglasses no. guy, cigarette, the, the conspiracy guy. Yeah. Oh, that was he's that the one picture. to talk like this and drove the exterminator yes. truck. Yeah. Okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he played that for uh, the role for thirteen years. So King of the Hill was on originally from. Gosh, it was. Uh, 97 to 2010, uh, and it, it won a series, one for an outstanding animated program in 1999, and they just announced, actually, that a Hulu was going to bring back some episodes of King of the Hill, and he was slated to come back as Dale, and obviously, unfortunately, it was, you know, it's not going to be able to realize that, but... I love the show King of the Hill. As back in the nineties, that, that was that was a show that was just different. Again, it's, it was by the guy that did uh, Beavis and Butthead. So, yeah, Mike Judge, uh, Mike, 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 Mike Judge, Judge. right? He, and Mike Judge. Space. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and Mike mm-hmm. Judge did uh, you know King of the Hill. He did the you know the main voice, um, Hank Hill. Great show. It just uh, the funny family oriented show with some you know, funny stuff, but. Every character was uh, fantastic, and you know this guy exceptionally was you know, Dale was just a great, great character. Um, I don't know, just kind of sad to see that uh, you know, that news today. So, you know, Nick, were you a King of the Hill fan? Uh, what do you any thoughts on? Yeah, definitely. Dale? It's always uh, it's that's a uh, one of those shows that really like stands the test of time. Like it's still funny today. It's just you know it, it just works. It's just, it's just what really well done. So yeah, I mean, even when you watch old episodes today, on they used to show them on. Uh, I don't know if it was Adult Swim. There was a there was a cable channel that used to show it late at night, or maybe it was Nick at Night or something like that. But yeah, King of the Hill is a great show. Um, so I was a big fan when it was on, and I'm just excited to hear that it was coming back too. That's a shame that he passed before they were able to to get that far. Absolutely. Dean, any thoughts? Um. Yeah. It, it's. I mean, did did you say how old he was? It did not say in this article. Okay, he looked like a young guy. At least the picture that you sent us. Um, yeah, it, it's sad. Uh, you know, that for the legion of fans, and it is one of those shows that was very. A, it was very popular in general, but like mm-hmm. once it left and, and kind of went away, um, it, it did come back like uh, Futurama did. But you know, very cult like. I mean, the following is is strong. Uh, and it's sad when anybody goes, but it's sad, you know, another level given that, you know, we're not going to get that, you know, continuation unless they do it with another voice actor or possible. Maybe they, they kill off the characters, something like that. But, uh, yeah, so it's, it's sad. All right. So rest in peace and, uh, rest in propane. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That character actually that that character propane accessories. That's right. <laughs> Dale fits in so well with so many 
Americans today. He was so into <laughs> conspiracy theories and aliens and everything else. He was fit right you, into into you this thing. Was, was at the uh, rally on January sixth. That's he, he would be there. That's the type of guy that would be there. Absolutely. I'm going to take my country back. Yep. <laughs> and his Absolutely. son, clear, his son clearly was the son of the the the, oh, yeah. the local chief. You know that yep. he had an affair with his wife, and he just clueless the whole thing. Or maybe he knew, but he never said anything. Just all that was just so many good things on that show. All right, uh, Barbie. Guys, so uh, the the Barbie movie continues to kill it at the box office. It has now crept over one billion dollars earned. Damn! Uh, in modern box office history, I have here. to see this now. Like, I, it's just like, it's, it's so it again. Like yeah. I said last week, when the uh, Megan went to see it, and and when she described the plot to me, it sounds like an interesting movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it really does. Uh, only 53 movies here, guys, have crept over that mark. And it is the only one to be directed by one woman. So Greta Gerwig, the director here, has made a you know, significant accomplishment in the world of directing, certainly. Uh, the other, the second highest was Wonder Woman. The first one, which made eight hundred twenty-two million, which is uh, quite the accomplishment in itself. Sure. So, yeah. just a phenomenal, phenomenal. Again, we talked about Barbie and uh, uh, Barbenheimer over the last couple of episodes. Uh, so, if you haven't listened to those, go back, and we'll give you some more insight on that. But, uh, like you guys said, it's just it's just really become it's it's an event. It's got tremendous positive buzz. Like you said, it's not oh, yeah, a kid's I, movie. It's adult. There's adults themed in it. It's not just going to watch a live action Barbie uh, for kids. They seem like they did this very, you know, intelligently. And yeah. I think it's going to be continue to be a thing. It would not surprise me that it just it lives on for quite a while. Like you said, Dean, it's kind of a cult type status. I mean, you know, someday. Yeah. You may have younger generations going out. We're going to go out and see the late night viewing of Barbie. We're going to go dress right. up, not not unlike the Rocky Horror type of thing. Yep. Go watch it, dress up, and it was a thing in 2023. I mean, so it's really just taken off. So, hmm. you know, kudos to everybody uh, involved. Inevitably, they got, you know, as we talked about as well, they're going to make other movies with other toy things and try to recapture, you know, lightning in a bottle here, and who knows if they'll be successful, but it seems like it'll be very difficult to match this level of success with this movie. So sure. A lot of it's right place, right time. And you know, like it's you, who knows what things are going on or what else is out or whatever, you know, like, so definitely a a place in time. And it's, it's good to see though. Absolutely. I like the idea of the different, uh, uh, I like the idea of the different, uh, toy lines Mm -hmm. being made into movies. All right. Follow me here. You ready for this? Picture it on the marquee. Teddy Rupskin does pegging. Huh? Mm. I'd go mm-hmm. watch that. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Teddy yep. Rubskin. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Teddy <laughs> Rubskin. All right. So, and again, kudos to Greta Gerwig. I mean, it's, you know, it continues to be an inspiration for young women maybe thinking about going into directing. My little. Microphone thing sure. off there if you notice that. Yeah, absolutely. So after okay. making a sandwich. 
I said. <laughs> I he stealing, did his thing. I'm stealing your material. That's all I'm doing. I'm a hack. <laughs> so with the with the success of Barbie, inevitably you have people that try to make money off of it that aren't directly involved, right? You have merchandise, you have all kinds of different things out there. Uh, as a company in El Salvador, right, who has introduced Barbie coffins. <laughs> what? So these are these are coffins. Offered hmm. So there's pink liners. Is the person that came up with this named Gina Simmons? <laughs> it would not be surprising. <laughs> would not be surprising. So yeah, so it's it's you can buy it. You can get a pink coffin with Barbie linings uh there you go hold on so, so, interesting hold on, hold on. um so it, it this is a a a real life size it's a real it's a real life it's a, it's an actual coffin, coffin. okay yes. i thought they were like making like the coffins you fit for the your toy. Barbie toy <laughs> and I'm like, that's some dark shit barbie could be anything even dead <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's right did you bury your barbie Buy another one. <laughs> we have the Barbie. Uh, My brother Barbie pulled her head off. Yeah. Well, authentic, we got a authentic Barbie. Barbie <laughs> that's right. Authentic Barbie headstones by Mattel. <laughs> See, I, so I think we're on to something here. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yep. <laughs> no, but this is a human-sized coffin. Okay. Yeah. I, but that's the first thing I thought of was like the the kiss coffins, the kiss the kiss <laughs> caskets. You know that that is a real thing as well. You know, do you yeah. guys have a theme casket you would uh you'd like to be buried in? You know, honestly, the it, it, the kiss casket is funny and interesting sure. in itself, right? It has the it's original become, four members on it, and so forth. It's, it's sort of a thing. Yeah, such a like a meme in and of itself that it would be cool to be buried in one, just to be like. You got buried in a kiss coffin because, like, it's yes. it's a notable thing that that's a thing that, that they offer sure. that. Yeah, it's like so, a over yeah. the top ridiculous. It'd be a, it's a it's a way to sort of go out uh, with a you know on a level of you know craziness and ridiculousness. So someday, yeah. guys, how do you someday, do, someday how, we reach episode three hundred? Perhaps we're going to have <laughs> convincing. We're going to have the three options. You're going to have the four options. Like all of us. Yeah, the, the it came from the uh, I almost said it came from genetics. The convincing idiots a uh, 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 coffin. Mm-hmm. It came, well, it's it, more marketable it, it, to making it came from Gen X ones. It came right. from Gen X. We're we're too close to being in one on that show. <laughs> but convincing idiots, so you get the one with everybody on it. You get the yeah. millennial Nick coffin, the Zenial Dean coffin, yeah, like the Gen this. X Brian coffin. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. So, yeah. I don't know what you would have. What about you, Dean? What what would you have? What what is your themed coffin? Well, I I I don't know like what it would look like or how you do it. But how do you like a bunch of plastic bags from Giant Eagle? Just kind of like no, that's actually how I die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, the cool mask. (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking jerking off. Anyways, no, I I think my coffin would be some sort of like um, night court themed. Okay. It's been yeah. a while, Nick, so I thought I'd give it to you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I mentioned Night Court in a few episodes. So. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have Harry on there. You have Mel Torme on the side or right. something like that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yep. Dan, Dan Fielding down by the crotch. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Marky Post is going to be the pillow. So mm-hmm. I can just lay next to her for eternity. I like that. Sure. What about you, Nick? 
I don't. What kind of coffin would I be buried in? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I it's don't. Uh, pop culture theme. Yeah, probably a jingle all the way. One would be most on brand for uh, me. Yeah, yeah, that makes you sense. Know. Yeah. 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 And say on the on the cover, it would just say, "Put that casket down now." <laughs> That's how they would lower me into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the lid closes. It's got the picture of Arnold. Like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We're gonna make this happen <laughs> inside the liner, so. Nick can look at him for all eternity. Yeah, be yeah, Arnold right. in the power in yeah. the turbo turbo man the, outfit. The yeah. last thing I see, I like that. Actually, I, really I like that. I was thinking mm-hmm. that Nick was going to be buried in the turbo man outfit. Ah, <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah turbo man outfit, and then is the liner photo of Arnold to look at. Yes, that would be great. Eternity. I like that. Yeah. yeah, there you go. I like it. The way I'd like to go out underneath would be like the Sinbad, you know, bad guy underneath the coffin, like he's peeking yeah. out. Yeah. So like he's yeah. laying there in the Dementor suit after he's laying there in the cops arrest. Right. He's just like, That's right. you know, on the big present. There you go. That's right. You're yeah. Down. Yep. Hope you're yeah. this down. For okay. not, I was going to say, for not having an answer prepared, this all worked out fantastically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yep. yep. So uh, more ridiculous warnings on social. People do things on social media that are so dumb. That people have to come out legitimately and say, don't do this because it's dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. So the latest social media trend that medical authorities are working to debunk are is, excuse me, that if you drink borax, that it is not something that helps you with inflammation, etc. How can so, you drink a character uh, from a comedian? Not not Borat. That's oh. what you're thinking of, I believe. <laughs> oh. Drinking is, Sasha is, Baron Cohen will not, in fact... Because I've tried a few yeah. times behind a dumpster once. And sure, yeah. It did not get rid of any inflammation. <laughs> <laughs> so some people on TikTok believe they falsely suggested that drinking, uh, adding a pinch of Borax to their water can, again, reduce inflammation and help with joint pain, or that soaking in Borax... In a bathtub can detoxify. I was just. I'm like, do we know what is a chemical? It's a very harsh detergent. Okay. Okay. You can like mix it with your laundry to you know whiten your clothes and different things like that. So it's it's not something. What's it supposed to do for you? Uh, Some people are saying that it reduces inflammation in the body, helps with joint pain, and if you soak in it, it can detoxify your body. So medical professionals now have to speak out. Not unlike, you know, people eating detergents and dumb stuff yeah. like that, but uh, it's telling people, don't do this because it is, it's uh, dangerous. Okay, but, like, also, like, we're going to trust doctors now, the ones that made up COVID. <laughs> and also, have you guys ever tried soaking in borax? Are you just going to believe what not. the media tells you? I have not tried. Come on. Come yeah. on. First of all, none of you are no clean unless you've had a borax enema. Yeah, mm. that's all I'm saying. That's clean. Yeah, it is. I'll clean, clean you right out, I'm sure. That's a yeah. lot of inflammation to take care of. Mm-hmm. Well, it's very inflamed back there, I tell you. It's, there's a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's it. Any other? I mean, it's I. It just a. It's a sad state of affairs when you have to continue to come no, out it's and not. people. It's not. You're no, just no. the herd. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah, because Fuck back in medieval doctors. times, if you got a cold and you had a weak immune system, you died, and it was survival of the fittest. Maybe this is our natural selection. Perhaps they used to put fucking things, leeches on people. Well, yeah. Right. No. I mean, it, oh. it, you're right. It's it is sad that as advanced as we are sections of the population are can still be so dumb but perhaps that is the uh, in a very small way our version they knew that of waiting out into you know, i right. say let them crash there you go and the and airplane line works its way in again go ahead. it does every time so how do you feel about this dean do you agree with nick that it just like if you're dumb enough to to do yeah, this no, and no, get no, no, sick no. I, and I, die then hey it's your, I think it's your we old should fault. promote it more i mean <laughs> uh, okay I, I think that we should stop the doctors from speaking out and let these people naturally take its, you know, let nature take its course. Natural selection, it's the just thinning the herd, leaving the weak ones behind. If they're that dumb to do it, if they believe something like that, fuck it. I crash. imagine on 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 said borax products there are probably warnings that would sure, exactly advise you against it anyway, right? I would think so. If not, okay. unfortunately, that has to be now. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, there's always you know I don't I mean I've heard the joke told by many different people, but the idea of like all of the warning labels on these products, you know, mm-hmm. do not do this, do not ingest, do not put it in your ass. All of these warnings are for a reason because people have done. Oh yeah, that's right. What they well, you don't those... think to tell somebody not to do something that's ridiculous until someone does it. You're like, well, now we apparently have to tell everyone exactly, so we're not liable that they can't. I do say that. take the warning labels off everything and let's <laughs> just go, baby. They can't. Because they'll get sued because some right. idiot's going to do something dumb and someone's going to try to. Well, that's make what I'm saying is, is, is the same people who takes the labels off have to be the same people who like stops everybody from suing. So you know, mm-hmm. just if you're dumb enough to drink Drano because you think it'll cure COVID, well, blah, blah, see ya. Yeah. I mean, certainly, like some you know, because I mean, like I was initially going to retract a little bit of my statement because I was like, well. If it's I like don't. a kid or something that doesn't know any better. But at the same time, then I was thinking, well, a kid's not going to think to try to treat inflammation. Kids don't fucking experience. They don't. They just bounce right. back from shit. It's and not like kids, kids are can't like, read anyway. So they can't read labels. So fuck them, too. Learn how kids to read. can't read labels. <laughs> like babies can't read labels. But like yeah. kids certainly can read. <laughs> All these fucking parents. Do you know how smart my baby is? Bullshit. That motherfucker can't read. Yeah, Fuck us as kids, I, I I never I never thought in my time as a kid to try detergent or soap or something right ridiculous like that. We were around sense. you this weekend. You don't try soap now. Well, you know, yeah, <laughs> not even on my it, body. You're right. Yeah, that's right. It certainly doesn't. Yeah. In like, it's not a scent that invites you to like taste it or like no. to put it. Brian, like, it's, it, it's of course it thing. does. Well, sure. <laughs> That's a natural scent, mm-hmm. but yeah, Brian, do you do you feel like? Uh, I mean, you're a little more compassionate maybe than we are. Do you think that people should be deterred from this? Does it need to be stated? <laughs> it 
it's just it's so fucking dumb i just it's 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 sad that medical professionals have to stop what they're doing for a minute there's too many other things to do and worry about and have to tell dumb people not to do something that's completely stupid you know it's it's really unfortunate you know so should they just get harmed and i you know you hate to see people do it but again at the same token it's like i'm not going to feel that sorry for somebody frankly who does it and harms himself sorry you know i'm not trying to be too harsh there but it's it's just it's dumb you shouldn't have to be told not to drink uh detergent soap. sorry any yeah. sort of soap the exactly. idea of like in the back of the day they put soap in your mouth uh to wash out your mouth the, because the it has words right you right. knew then it should not go in your mouth no soap should go in your mouth period that's right Dean learned that from his favorite Christmas movie. Nick. Oh yeah, yeah, that lovely <laughs> right. piece of shit. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we're disappointed in dumb people, and some people are. Disappointed. I'm sitting right here. Oh, <laughs> well, well, and some people are disappointed in Lizzo. So, if you saw some of the the news stories on Lizzo lately, she's had some a, a former dancer or dancers and her group have uh raised some pretty uh, serious allegations of sexual harassment and other improper behavior uh in part you know they're in public and they were watching you're going to like a strip club or something like that and you know kind of feeling forced to you know touch dancers and do things and it just was very uncomfortable for for people at least this one lady who's raising the uh the other uh, charges so it's creating a lot of negative publicity for <laughs> lizzo lately uh she had a concert canceled in early september now they're saying they didn't say it was because of uh these allegations but you sort of get some hints for that perhaps so raising a lot of social media buzz here oh so a couple things any thoughts on lizzo and then then we're going to get into our ask an idiot question where have there been any celebrities or perhaps athletes or somebody that maybe you sort of admired in some respect that something came out that either they actually did or there's some weird allegations or something like that to where it complicates your feelings toward that person and it's kind of a weird thing are you allowed to like them still or 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 what have you and we've talked about different ones throughout the various episodes here so nick let me start with you any thoughts on lizzo first of all and then yeah do you have any celebrities and or athletes that fit that description for you yeah um so lizzo first of all by all accounts like love her love everything i see and hear of her um Mm -hmm. you know um and i had not previously heard of this story or the allegations against her so maybe i i am you know missing some details or this or that or the other it sounds a little bit like maybe they were out doing a group function at a group function at a strip club Mm -hmm. and she's people probably having drinks and oh go on touch them she's egging people on and whatever and um now so i don't want this to get twisted in what i'm trying to say but there is certainly um a double standard with genders when it comes to these types of things if i were at a strip club with lizzo my female employer who is famous and is a woman and women tend to take 
things like that a little differently amongst themselves as if, say, I were a famous musician, okay, a male, and egging on people to touch women and do all this stuff like that would come different. It, it would certainly be viewed differently if it came from me, right? Like maybe I'm in a position mm -hmm. of power. I'm a man. I'm getting off on this somehow. This is, you know, mm -hmm. when women do it, it's a little more playful. It's, you know, like, so I bet it was something like that. I, but I don't know. I don't really know enough about the situation or the details. Um, irregardless, if somebody does not want to part, partake in something like that regardless of who it's coming from they shouldn't be made to and i'm sure they weren't made to but maybe they just felt that they right. needed to or were supposed to it sound this is probably something that'll kind of blow over maybe something was misunderstood but i do feel that you know, when i heard you talk about this i'm like there's a bit of a double standard with gender sure and there's a lot of history from the male species to back up why that is. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's unwarranted. I'm just saying it does exist. Um, and maybe this is something like that that's just kind of uh, out of context. So hopefully, I would love, I mean, like I said, I mean, unless she did something horribly over the line, it would be cool to see it all blow over. I think she's awesome and, and very talented. And it would be cool if this was a blip and, you know, whatever. I would uh, not like to see her, you know, go away or her career be hurt by anything that wasn't, you know, super serious. That being said, I can give you some examples of artists mm -hmm. specifically that I have loved. And I mean loved, like meant a lot to me. Mm -hmm. And like now, it's like completely, like, unacceptable. <laughs> like to... <laughs> I have to draw the line and be like, look, the majority can, of your heroes fall under this. You can appreciate what they made at the time that you didn't know they were a bag of shit. However, now you I are not going to, you're not going to go to their concert. You're not going to support them. The biggest one on my fucking list. And like this, this artist meant so much to me for so many years. I idolized him. I loved his work. So incredible for so long. Marilyn wow, Manson. This. Oh. Marilyn Manson was a wow, big fan. Yeah, yeah, big fan yeah. of what he made. Big fan of his art. Big fan. And of you were surprised to find out he was a creepoid piece of shit. Well, it all, yes, I was because it all seemed like performance art right. because he was playing a character. Because every interview you ever saw him, he was always so intelligent, so well spoken, always said the right things, always put things in context in a way that you hadn't thought of before. And I just really that was also part of what allured me to him. What I found so interesting is that he was just maybe not what people would expect. And this is again, performance art. Gene Simmons breathing fire and spitting blood is not a demon. Like it's not real. You know, it's, it's, it's performance. It's art. This is a larger than life character. And I always took it the same with Marilyn Manson. And, and while in many ways, the types of things may have been, uh, certainly the allegations brought against him for, pretty to a drastic yes. degree uh sexual assault and and even further uh uh you know emotional <laughs> abuse towards evan rachel wood and i mean just the horrible things um you know it, it's now to the point to where i'm like i would never pay money to go see this fucking guy again i would never wear a shirt of Marilyn manson out in public again i can't bring myself to do it because of whether i mean he's not been you're you know, not 17 that's also another good reason He's not been, he what? Ten. Oh, he's not been, um, you know, convicted of anything. So that's a big one. The other one, I'll wrap it up so everybody else can talk to. Um, Kanye West, obviously. Um, there again, of course. Mm -hmm. his work cannot be uh, contested. It's just, it is what it is. It's cultural. It's incredible. It's, 
he's he's a, a generational you know thing and but unfortunately he's lost his fucking mind or he was a piece of yes. shit all along and it came out i don't know which is true i prefer to believe the first one but in any event i have to separate that and but those are two people that i very much idolized okay. and looked up to and really let me down so what good about ones. you guys good ones dean go ahead um, first of all, I, I, I'm just when I heard you guys talk about the, uh, Lizzo, uh, I was just I was horrified that, that that Hillary Duff could get tied up in something like this. I was I was appalled and 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 confused really because like why would she go around by by her name by her character's name? Uh, we are it's Lizzo McGuire, right? No, this is Has Lizzo this? The, the performer. No, no. I'm oh. so glad that Brian said we have 10 minutes for this segment and you wasted that amount of time to try to set up that joke. Yeah, because I don't know who the fuck Lizzo is. <laughs> what? She, she's, no. like the, she's like a Where larger, have you been? She's a, I mean, she's a notably heavyset uh, performer. So you would have heard a Lizzo song. Yeah, to come, <laughs> she's, yeah, she comes out and just, you know, I'm, I'm a big lady, I don't care, and she's sort of an empowerment for... You know, women yeah. who happen to be okay. a little bit larger, and well, you know, yeah. I can't speak on it because I don't know who yeah, she is. She is a good performer. Yeah, she is yeah. a good performer. Well, I, so, I'm sure yeah. I'm sure she's lovely, uh, right, but so I don't know who she is. But my my celebrity you, but... one, I have the one, and I'm going to be real quick. Uh, uh, Michael Jackson hmm. uh, is it has to be on the top of almost everybody's list, given that the idea of like he's just iconic, and I mean he is the icon, right? Mm-hmm. And it just I, Nick said, you know, go by the concerts or uh, go to the concert or whatever. You can't go to his concert anymore. He's dead. So, you get, it's the idea of like, how do I feel about listening to his music? Well, mm-hmm. I'm able to, to, for the most part, there, there's probably some dreams to it. And I've said this before in this podcast, I'm able to separate artist from the human. Mm-hmm. So, the, the, whatever he did, accused of doing whatever, I can separate it, but it, but it still is unnerving knowing what he did. You can't hear a song, at least somewhere in that go, ick, you yeah. know? So it's, so he, Louis C.K. is another one. Louis That's, a C. Good C. one. Um, That's a good one. He, there was, there was, a, I think it was a miss, and I think I, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, uh, but I think, you know, he, he exposed himself to a couple women in a, in a meeting in a room, in a meeting, um, I think there was a misunderstanding. Again, does not justify it, but I, I don't think he just goes, here's my dick, let's see what happens. I, I, he probably caught the wrong vibes from the situation and chose the wrong path. Hmm. Um, again, that's what I like to think, because like, the dude's hilarious, um, but again, he didn't force anybody to do anything. He didn't grab their hands and, and do this, do that. He just pulled it out, realized that, oh, this isn't what I thought it was. They left, and then you know, he got canceled, so. Yep. That's my list. Okay. I guess. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's all these it's just like, it's it's. I mean, humans make mistakes. We get it. There's certainly, obviously, there's different levels of behavior and mistakes that people make that are a little bit more forget. Like, like Arnold's a good one in the sense of I would rather, as a fan of his, it's too bad that he slipped up and made a mistake. He, but he admitted it. 
He has admitted it publicly in ruined but his infidelity, marriage. Infidelity isn't but, yeah, as bad I mean, as some of the that's, other that's things right. that people's done. As a fan, that's pretty light. Yeah, but you know, the fact is he's still old up to it. He took accountability. He spoke to it yeah. openly, even on his documentary. Sure. That stuff, it's like, okay, you know, it happens. It's happened to a lot of people, you know, whatever. All right. Michael Jackson's my number one to you know, uh, yeah. Dean to where it's like, man, boy, I really wish that uh, and you, you can't control people or whatever, but that is something that's going to be tied to his legacy t- until the end of time. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be this discussion is going to be you know, made by many people. He's, I'm sure he's saying he's saying Billie Jean and diddled kids, allegedly, right? But allegedly, still, right? Yeah, but it's saying still Billie Jean, of, that was smoke, there's fire type of deal. It's that was the one I was yeah. one of the longest standing. I'm like, no, he was just Man. weird, and people saw an easy target. No, 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 no. And for yeah, up until like a couple of years ago, I finally yeah, watched watch the HBO documentary, the Finding Neverland or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, man, it is hard. <laughs> like, to defend him now. <laughs> like it's like really it's hard. hard to defend him now. And like I had a Michael yeah. Jackson shirt that I would still wear every now and again. And I was like, I think I donated it to one of the clothes, but I'm like, I'm not gonna wear this out again. <laughs> like I just don't feel right now. Like yeah. the irony that it was a it was a child's <laughs> t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Nick's normal size. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. yeah and, and not not as high as as Michael Jackson, but it's Kevin Spacey was another one. I really liked him. Yeah. As an actor. yeah I agree with that. He did some good stuff, you know. And it's like, man. Now he was acquitted recently if you, in the in the trials, right? So, but still, yeah, there's still some bad behavior going on. Yeah. There. Yeah, yeah, heavy, heavy stank on that one. Yeah, it's hard yeah, to, to watch that. Yeah, and I'm sure there's other ones out there as well. So, oh yeah, there's and, tons. And, like most people that are of fame and are men are pieces of shit. It turns out. So yeah, right. Plenty, <laughs> plenty of athletes where it's like, oh, yeah. it, it's some really you know you're talking about abuse and infidelity. see when we become famous, at least we know that I'm already a piece of shit. It's not right. like it's not going to be a surprise. Right, right. No surprise. Right. When, yeah, when I'm in a not, fucking movie theater, Pee Wee Herman. Uh, yeah, that's there you another go. One. You get a little stank put on him. That's yeah. right. That's another good one. Yeah. Again, I yeah. explained the reasoning there. We all would drink yeah, off in a movie week. theater. Yeah, we'd all do no. it. That's what those things are for. Come on, <laughs> I would not. We would like to in edit this in. Theater. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, no. You're, you, you're going to an, an adult theater. You're just going to put your hands by your side and go. Oh, look! People having sex. I, that uh, I I wouldn't go into one of those anyway. Uh-huh. Frankly, uh-huh. it is I, hard I, to put. It, I'm yeah. in the same wavelength here. I'm like, it's hard to even imagine being in the situation, much less being in the situation. Then being like, yeah, might as well jerk off now. Like, no, probably yeah, not. But just, well, just we don't have we don't have a lot of time thing. in this it's, segment. But but he I went chose to, one to once. go. So you know, yeah, okay. I'll tell the story yeah. when I went to one some other uh, podcast. Just remind me. <laughs> All right, very good. Yeah, we don't have time right now. We're, we're not going to be bringing that back up. Right well, I, I'll just uh, last. You know, Lizzo is disappointing. Is it the level of some of these other people? No way. I I hope they work this out and resolve it. I I feel like it'll probably get resolved. Maybe there's a settlement or something like that. I'm sure I'm sure Lizzo will come out and say something here. I would imagine. Yeah. I don't think it's going to derail her entire career. It'll be something that's talked about, like you said, Nick. But I think overall she'll recover. But Maybe she learned something here too. If, if yeah. it was a situation where she pressured somebody to do something you didn't want to do, 
even though she meant to be jokingly, and... like maybe you think twice kind of thing. So yeah, hopefully she right. doesn't get canceled and I learn who she is. That's exactly right. You won't. Like... If they've done anything after 1975, Dean will never know who they were. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Okay. Alexa, shut up. Well, Alexa is telling us again that it's time to end this segment. There we're it is. Take a break here, guys, and uh, we're gonna come back with our main topic this evening: how to work at Alexa properly. <laughs> Stay and tuned. Then follow up by our our other topic: fictional coaches. Who are some mm. of your favorite fictional? coaches of all time this could be movies or tvs or wherever uh dean's going to talk about his idea a little bit more and we're going to share our idiot mount rushmore lists of our favorite fictional coaches that's right right after this right alexa (laughs) oh now she's silent Oh, three. Hey there, gang. Welcome back to Convincing Idiots. Thank you. Segment number three has begun. Now, I know you guys are tired. You're worn down from two previous segments, but we're going to get our heads in the game and get back into it. I'm your millennial, Nick, along with my bro host, Gen X Brian and Zenial Dean, and all of us together. We're going to get on this horse, we're going to see it through, and we're going to go all the way to the end, and we're going to complete our common goal of completing this podcast together. Mm. Inspiration, right? Something that brings people together. Yes, absolutely. So, in the spirit of that, this evening, I figured I would channel my inner coach. Tonight, we're going to be discussing some of our favorite fictional coaches of all time. Cross-platforms, as we always do. This could be from movies, television, anything. Whatever content that you enjoy. Fictional coaches. Pornography. So, uh, Phil Jackson's going to have to sit this one out, but everybody mm-hmm. else... You saw Phil Jackson this. porn? I'd like to see that. Porn? Nothing. Okay. I'm just um, over talking to myself. Okay, well, let's start Apparently. with Dean since he needs to say stuff, and sometimes they don't make sense. Let's talk about <laughs> the subject at hand. Fictional okay. coaches, Dean. Okay. Fictional Head in the coaches. game, buddy. Head in the game. I believe in you. You don't believe in you. You're down in the ruts. You've bombed a couple jokes here tonight. Yeah. We're going to get you back in this thing. Let's I go, hope Dean. They fire we believe in you. you as a coach. I want to make you do some extra laps for the Phil Jackson <laughs> porn joke and the Lizzie. <laughs> Lizzie, Lizzo, Lizzie McGuire <laughs> joke. How about, you, how about you lap the, my nuts? The Borat, the Borat, the, the, bore the bore was was close. He only got, that was good. It was, neat. It was that, close. That, that wasn't bad. It's Just a building block. We call that. that a building block. You can build right. that. Just two Christ. laps for that. The other one's at least ten laps. <laughs> That's fair. minimum. Minimum each. Yeah. First of mm-hmm. all, I can't count. So that's a death sentence. <laughs> it is, mm-hmm. right? All right. So that's my just, idea for this is around a living room. Dean's like, <sighs> go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> when my fucking, I get tired when my nose runs. <laughs> so okay. So that was, my... that was good. see, you're back on the horse. Here we go. We're building momentum. Right. That was good. There we go. I like that. Right. One all last right. lap. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Mm-hmm. So the idea of the coaches really stemmed from last week uh, when I when I kind of reviewed with Nick uh, Miracle. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the coach, yeah. I, I like that. Herb that was Brooks touching uh, Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens uh, tribute <laughs> yeah. was yeah. the miracle <laughs> review. I was like, all right, yeah, well, well, you makes know, on, kind of on brand, makes sense, kind of almost a little bit. But like that guy was an ass, <laughs> right? Don't talk about dead people like that, Dean. Didn't we just do a segment about <laughs> how, how fucking Michael Jackson was a piece of shit? <laughs> Come on. All right. So so I thought to myself, who were some of like the, the best coaches? And not real coaches, you know, because because this is a nerd podcast. This is a pop culture mm-hmm. podcast. So let's go mm-hmm. our fictional coaches. And because of Mount Rush our Mount Rushmores, we're idiots, so we don't have four. We have five. So yes. gentlemen, we have all compiled our Mount Rushmore of fictional coaches. Mm-hmm. So let's Let's start with number one, Brian. Who is your first addition to your Mount Rushmore of fictional coaches? So we do one at a time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have as fast as we possibly can. We'll just everybody <laughs> yell a name repeatedly. <laughs> I have Mickey Goldmill, which I didn't recognize that was his name, but from Rocky. So Ooh. Mickey the trainer. Okay. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta. That's good. Eat lightning and crap. Thunder, something like that. You know, this is Trainer yeah. Rocky, very inspirational, you know, hard on it. Yeah, great, great character, the great Burgess Meredith. Great character, great coach in the movies. Mickey. Absolutely. Nice. Very good. Nick, what about you? Uh, I'm going to start off with uh, Chubbs. He took, uh, from Happy Gilmore, he took a hockey wow, player and turned good. him in to it's a impressive. tournament winning pro golfer. Yeah, uh, and against Really happy his own will, so yeah. Right. Chubbs was uh, an incredible and he mentor. Was to happy so I mean, he yeah, had a lot fantastic. Of against him. Yeah, who doesn't so. love Chubbs? Yeah, <laughs> I know I love Chubbs. <laughs> there you go. See, and I'm helping you. That's what a good coach does. That's I'm right. setting you up. I'm helping you. We're getting. We're going. Dean. All right. So I am going to start with the namesake itself from the Minnesota Screaming Eagles, ladies and gentlemen. Your coach. Everybody's coach, Hayden Fox, played by Craig T. Nelson on the TV mm. show Coach. Yeah, good series. Okay, yeah, yeah. I it re- I didn't occur to me how much of that show escaped my memory bank until you said the TV right, show Coach. Go. I'm like, who is this? What team is this? What is this from? <laughs> and then when you said Coach, I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> Hayden Fox. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. It was such a great show. They never showed him actual coaching. <laughs> it was all an office shit. But I mean, you're right. They never did. You're right. Yeah. Craig T. Who Nelson was his friend was that talked like this? Who was the guy? That, what was his name? Dobber. Yeah, that's it. Dobber. Yeah. Yep. 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 M O O N. That spells moon. Because he that was the character from the Stephen King, uh, the Stan from the 1990s. Mm. So, anyways, important huh? information. Good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah, you never saw up. it? Sorry. Anyways. All right. I, Brian, I thought you would have saw that. I did see the stand back in the night. That was a good that okay. was actually a very good mini. No, but that was Dobber, yes. remember? He played the the Ah, that's right. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. Now. He was like Rob Lowe's friend. Rob Lowe was the mute. Anyways. That's right. Brian, I remember that. Yep. M O O N. That spells moon. I Brian. have this might be our only repeat actor to okay. make the list as a different character. So you mentioned Chubbs, Nick, played by the great Carl yeah. Weathers. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm going to give you Carl Weathers as Apollo Creed. However, as a coach mm. in Rocky Three, when he Very coached good. Rocket, I really liked him in that role. So that the, you know, we're that's you know, inspirational I'm, shit. Yeah, he Carl Weathers, I thought was fantastic in Rocky Three. He was, you know, just right. Mean, we all know the story. You know, Rocky doubting himself. He's afraid of Mister T, and he gets lazy and this and that and the other. Gets. Gets Apollo to train him. It's very frustrating and all that. But Apollo does, I don't know, Carl Weathers is just great in that movie. He's great in anything he does. He really is. You know? So, there you go. The great Carl Weathers gets two. Yeah. Mount Rushmore. Two different characters. He does. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Who's next? Nick? Uh, Am I up? Uh, Okay. My next one is uh, Reginald Pierre Montgomery from A Ride to Remember. You guys remember that movie? A Ride to Remember? No. I don't. No? Nope. Okay, so, uh, shit, quick synopsis is um, basically he's a football coach. His entire football team's in a bus crash, right? And they can't walk anymore. So to lift their morale, he gets them all electric bikes and, and, and kind of gets them back on the road. Because <laughs> they can't. So they're all chanting, Reginald Pierre Montgomery, uh, RPM, RPM, RPM. And, you know, it just reminds me. It reminds me of our friends at RPM Bike Shop. If you're looking for an alternative way to get around today, all you got to do is call our friends at RPM Bike Shop located in Carrollton, Ohio. Give them a call at 330-808-7792. Or if your legs don't work and you can't walk or drive out there, oh, sure. you can search them up on Facebook. Just search on the in the search bar, RPM Bike Shop, or... Go to their website, rpmbikeshop.com. You can see all the wonderful electric bikes that they have to offer you, and you can find your very own green electric alternative biking solution today from RPM Bike Shop. There you go. Um, got us again. I, reg- got us again. I regret to inform you. Real quick. Was that yes. written? Yeah, you, you wrote that down? I just wrote the name because I wanted okay, to good. remember what I wrote. What I that down. was going to be the most impressive part if you could remember that name. That was good. Yeah, I, uh, I I regret to inform you if you go and and to Google and type in a ride to remember with Reginald Pierre Montgomery, where to stream it, you won't find it because it's not uh-uh. real. So uh, this is no. my real submission. <laughs> <laughs> my actual submission. Uh, my next one up is uh, one Gordon Bombay. So he was the coach uh, played by Emilio Estevez, the Mighty ah, Duck Man. Ah, yeah. He, uh, you know, Very was good. coached the District Five Ducks, made them the Mighty Ducks. Now, granted, he was sentenced to coaching them because he had a DUI. <laughs> so, I mean, what else do you do with DUI people? You put them with kill kids. <laughs> it wasn't his first option, but damn it, if he didn't get on that horse and got those kids to a championship and instilled in them, ducks fly together. Quack, quack, quack. There you go. Gordon Bombay. Dean, who you got? Excellent. Um, I'm going with the great Lou Brown, who who uh, coached your 1986-87 Cleveland Indians in the movie Major League. Fantastic. Portrayed by James uh, Gammon was was the actor's name. Mm -hmm. So Lou Brown. So many great lines. Yep. That's an overlap I have too, Dean. He's on my list as well. So yeah, just this I, one of my favorite scenes of that movie was when uh, arguing about the contract. He just takes the contract, throws it, you know, throws it on the ground, and he pisses and on it. Pisses, pisses yeah. on it right there, right, right in front of him. Just fantastic. The voice, I, yeah, it's just great. I yelled at Carlos, "Get in front of the gun! Get in front of the damn ball! Don't give me some of this Olay bullshit!" <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Great stuff. Like, actually, after Miracle, I we watched, I showed Carter for the first time, uh, Major League. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's honest. That was like the last piece of like, oh, we need to do this up, you know, this segment. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Lou Brown was the best. Yeah, nice. Great, great stuff. All right. Well, I mentioned over that I'll give you. I'll give you another one here. I have a Jimmy Dugan, who was played by the great nice. Tom Hanks in a League of Their Own. So we uh, most people know this movie. Movie about the the actual the movie is based on true events. It was a mm-hmm. it was a a professional baseball league of women uh, during World War World War Two. D right. Correct. Where a lot of guys were serving. Yep. Our country, and they put they put this league together to still you know entertain uh, baseball. Well, they fans. had to suspend baseball because because all the guys, guys were yeah they were all out uh, the war and whatnot. Right, exactly. So yeah, so many great lines that obviously you know one of the more famous lines. There's no crying in baseball. It's going to change, guys. Give me a second. All right, Tom Hanks was great though. So Jimmy Dugan. Nick, what else you got? Uh, Next up, uh, this might be uh, an unorthodox pick, but I've got to go with Master Splinter from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ah, yes. He was a great coach. He taught them the ways of the ninja, uh, taught them everything that they know about fighting crime. Yes, uh, and using martial arts. So Master Splinter is who I chose as he uh, coached and trained each one of Mm. the Ninja Turtles uh, from, from young little baby turtles. So... Uh, I thought of that as we were then being that I'd just seen Mutant Mayhem. I was like, Splinter's a good pick. Splinter was a coach mm-hmm. in many ways. So uh, Master Splinter is on Very my good. list. Yep. All right. I'm going to go. Um, well, I, I, I wanted to get spiritual about this. So let's go. The California mm-hmm. Angels. His name was George. Or, yeah, George Knox, portrayed by Danny Glover in Angels in the Outfield. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I see that movie. A that was good, good one, coach yeah. that he believed not only in this young boy, but angels themselves, and it brought the team together. And come on, Danny hmm. Glover. You get a chance to put Danny Glover on Mount Rushmore. You put Danny Glover on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, you have to be responsible sure, not right. to. Brian, wasn't it? Wasn't it something like you know, kid kept striking out, and he was sort of like. I'm getting too old for right, this shit. Right. <laughs> was it? Was it that? Might be a different movie. I think you're mixing up. Uh, yeah, uh, something like that. I uh, do remember okay. from that movie. Wasn't it Angels in the Outfield where they they were practicing and he was trying to tell? He told the kid to go home. He's like, "Go home, go to home, go home, go home." So the kid just started running down the street, like to his home. Wasn't that uh, Angels in the Outfield? Might not be well, Angels in the Outfield was about like a professional team. But I, I know what you're saying. I can't remember what that oh, was, right. but yeah. That was in a, what movie uh, was that? It was with kids playing a, baseball. Yeah, I, I don't remember, but I remember what you're, the the scene you're talking about. Yeah, Bad News Bears, maybe. Could have been. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, probably not. I don't, I, don't I don't know. Okay. If it wasn't that, it was either The Sandlot or Rookie of the. Those are the only baseball movies I've ever seen. Rookie of the Year, Sandlot, and Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> okay. So it had to be one of those three. Brian. Anyway, I digress. Brian. All right, I'm going to give you uh, Mr. Miyagi. Yep. Mm. Karate, Kid, Karate Kid movies. Yep. So, again, we all know the Karate Kid. We know it's just, you know, great role, great great mentor. You know, all the lessons he taught, just he proved terrific role. Just warm hands great coach. Thing. 
That's right. That's a coach there. And the, the simplistic, I mean, we all know the criteria, but the, the simplistic messages to where, you know, the, the idea of performing simple tasks to teach one discipline, and I had a whole method to his teaching and everything, which I thought they've carried on very nicely in sure. the Karate Kid series. I do, I do it in my nice my homages back to I, him. I actually gave Nick a, one of those shake weights, and I'm training him for something that he's mm-hmm. not sure what it's going to be yet, but I just know it's sure. going to pay off in yeah, the yeah. end. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Yep. Good discipline. I'm like Mr. Miyagi, yeah. really. I mean, you can break it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dean mm-hmm. keeps telling me something about in the end I'll be happier, happy, and something yeah, like that. I don't know, but it's mm-hmm. something. The message is that at the end you it'll probably all pay off. Down, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, Dean, what else you got? Uh, actually, Nick uh, would be next. It's my turn. I'm so sorry, uh, Nick. My, that's all right. That's all right. My next one is uh, Mr. Irv Blitzer, portrayed by the lovely John Candy from Cool Very Runnings. Uh, Irv Blitzer is the one that uh, oh, took yeah. uh, some boys. Uh, from Jamaica and turned them in to a bobsled team and took them to the Olympics. So Irv Blitzer taught them everything he knew about bobsledding and in similar fashion as, as the Donald Glover take that, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Danny Glover take that um, Dean had. If you have an opportunity to put John Candy on a rush board, yeah, you fucking do it. So there you go, John Candy. Mm-hmm. Irv Blitzer. Yep, well, I kind of have this idea. Well, not only the idea of like you put this gentleman on, on a Mount Rushmore, you do it, but as a coach, he brought a group of just misfitted, uh, uh, unwanted replacements together. In the 2000 movie, The Replacements, Gene Hackman portrayed Jimmy McGinty. Uh, mm. and, he, and he took Shane Falco and, and brought him back to his glory? Come on, man. Jimmy mm. McGinty was the coach of the year. So, Gene Hackman, Jimmy McGinty. Very good. Nice. Well, I said my five. You know, I, I had I had oh, yeah. Brown as the as the as my as my overlap. So we do a recap. I'll, oh, I'll recap. Five. oh, okay. I was like, how'd you get five already? Okay. Yep. And then I have a couple honorable mentions. We'll get to that later. So, Nick, okay. what else you got? Uh, my last submission here is Mr. Reggie Dunlop. That is uh, the character portrayed by Paul Newman in Slapshot. Yeah. Uh, mm. The team was folding, so not only was he the coach, but he was the yeah. star player. So <laughs> he uh, was was pulling double time there. And, uh, it's a classic and a great movie. So uh, Paul Newman, Reggie Dunlop, also on my list. Danis! My last one um, is Ed Gennaro. Coach Ed Gennaro, he, uh, he he took the fighting armadillos all the way to uh, a championship. That is Hector Elizondo from the movie Necessary Roughness. I don't know if you can... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Great Acura, movie, I fucking love that movie. Uh, uh, vehicle? Come on. It had Kathy Ireland. It had... Uh, uh, who? Sinbad was on there, so, you know, we're, yeah. we're reaching yeah. back for yep. more Sinbad. Mm-hmm. Information uh, of Jingle All the Way fame, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hector Elizondo. If you don't know who Hector Elizondo is, the actor, if you Google him, you you see him and you go, I've seen him in everything. So, very, mm-hmm. very famous uh, character actor, but yeah, uh, engineer from Necessary Roughness. Nice, Dean. Is that the last of your yeah. five? 
I am shocked to my very core because the whole character I thought that you came up with this around wasn't even on Who? your list. Ted Lasso. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> I thought that's when you said fictional wow. coaches and knowing how you love that show, I'm like, that's wow. why he's making this. I can't, this I can't, that's why, no, that's it, why he Blue came Brown up with this. I can't believe you didn't say Ted Lasso. I, <laughs> I was like, what? From, the from hating the guy's miracle <laughs> and loving Lou Brown. <laughs> gave me this idea. God damn, you're right. Ted La- so I, that's my first. I was I'm shocked. Start with the honorable mentions, then with Ted Lasso. Shit. <laughs> well, you can put Ted Lasso on you. You have to put Ted Lasso on your Mount right, Rushmore. So, Certainly, well, you can move somebody else on honorable uh, mention. Engineero, Hector uh, Elizondo. I'm sorry, bud, but uh, Ted Lasso is going to replace you. So Ted Lasso is going yeah. to be my fifth. Damn. Okay, so who's your five, Dean? Why don't you recap? Why don't we all recap our five? I'm going and the honorable Hayden Fox, portrayed by uh, Craig T. Nelson. Lou Brown with James Gammon. Uh, George Knox, Danny, portrayed by Danny Glover. Jimmy McGinty with Gene Hackman playing him. And obviously, Ted Lasso is the number five. Dang. All right. Call, Nick, man. what do you got? I've got uh, Chubbs, portrayed by Carl Weathers from Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. I've got Gordon Bombay, Emilio Estevez from The Mighty Ducks, Master Splinter, portrayed by many mm-hmm. over the years, uh, Irv Blitzer, John Candy from uh, Cool Runnings, and Reggie Dunlop, which was Paul Newman from Slapshot. Very good. You said John Candy. Is it John Goodman or John Candy? Sorry. Candy. Did I? Yeah, John, John Candy. Candy. Okay. Very good. Did I say Goodman? I may have misheard earlier. Oh, okay. That's okay, but John Candy, very good. Yes, yes. Uh, I didn't put all the actors' names. I apologize. But I have Mickey Goldmill from Rocky, Burgess Meredith, Apollo Creed, Carl Weathers, Rocky Three, Jimmy Dugan, Tom Hanks, Lou Brown. Dean already mentioned the actor and Mr. Miyagi. And the actor's name, Pat Morita. Uh, Pat Morita. Yes, that's right from the Karate Kid movies. Yes. Good list here, guys. Any on- so yeah. many? Any honorable mentions? Um, the one that Ted Lasso, right? <laughs> Ted Lasso. Yeah. Actually, oh, did I tell you about? Ted, I can't believe it was Ed, not a uh, Gennaro, uh from Necessary Roughness. That's my <laughs> first honorable mention. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> no, and uh, there you uh, go. we were uh, we were we were the Titans. Uh, remember the Titans? We remember yeah. the Titans. Uh, yeah, with Denzel Washington. Yeah. I mean, yes. Was that the one where the guy, where the, where, no, 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 no. I was thinking of the Matthew McConaughey movie. We are Marshall. Where the whole team yeah. died and he like celebrated by right. and replacing him or something. I don't know. Similar to what Reginald Pierre Montgomery yes, did with the exactly. team that bus crashed that they, yeah. they couldn't walk in where I go. I think that's like actually that. what, you know, that movie's based on. <laughs> I, mean, I think you're right. Based on a true story. Yeah. Yeah. Brian? I was not happy that they, they cut RPM Bike Shop out of that movie. I was very actually quite pissed <laughs> about that. And it, it was actually a, <laughs> a, a right deal situation. Uh, yeah. Because RPM Bike Shop is so like the, up there with the standards, like nobody can afford them to, for those roads. Yeah, it's like it's unattainable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not for you, the consumer. They're very affordable for you, the consumer. Right. So be sure to check them out. That's right. Uh, I don't mention I have our uh, Coach Klein, played by Henry Winkler in The Waterboy. 
Okay, yeah. <laughs> I just like Henry Winkler anyway, but yeah, that's funny in that role. Yeah, gave the water boy a chance. What's that? I said, again, Henry Winkler, you get a chance to put him on the, your Mount Rushmore of anything, you do it. Absolutely yep. right. Uh, I have a, an old one here from 1974, the original Longest Yard with the young Burt Reynolds, Michael Conrad, who played Nate Scarborough. So I, okay. I just thought that was a good role for him, pulling all the uh, inmates together. Uh, you know, Michael Conrad, you might remember, was in Hill Street yeah. Blues. He was the guy, you know, uh, you would be safe out there. Great actor, great role for him. I've got... Uh, Sylvester Stallone as Rocky Balboa coaching the young Creed, Adonis Creed. Mm. I like Rocky as the mentor and the coach. I thought Sylvester Stallone did a great job in Creed 1 and 2, actually. And one more I have, the great Walter Matthau as Morris Buttermaker in the original Bad News Bears movie from the 70s. The kids, the ragtag group of kids, you know, the drunk uh, coach and all that pulls the kids together and they go on and do great things on the baseball field. Watermouth, that was terrific in that role. Funny okay. and a good mentor and coach he turned out to be. So And Dean Spirit Animal. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um I have Nick, what one, do you got? Go ahead. I have one honorable mention, but he counts as many. And honestly, when I really dissect what he did, he might be the best of all, like what he did was might be the most impressive feat of any of the coaches on my list. And we don't even know his name, sadly. The guy that was in charge of the Turbo Man float and jingle all the way. <laughs> in a brief moment of Arnold Schwarzenegger being pulled huh? in to that room, he's briefly explaining to him what all the controls do. And the fact that this man, this father uh, from suburban Minneapolis was able to not die while flying in the jetpack and shooting the turbo discs from the brief amount of a description yeah. that this gentleman gave to him in the back room before he went on the float as turbo man is nothing short yeah. of a miracle. Yeah. It yeah. is a miracle, a Christmas yeah. miracle. You might say, um, so we thank you, uh, unnamed hero who was in charge of the turbo man float and jingle all the way, perhaps the best coach, the greatest coach of all time. There you go. Hey, guys, actually, you know, Nick mentioned Splinter. Are we all yes. being are we all being crazy for leaving out Yoda? Is Yoda a yes, coach? Oh my yep. God, yeah, there you go. yeah. Uh, if if Splinter is, yep. then Yoda absolutely, absolutely is. Yeah, very good, very true. Okay. Yeah. And yep, Yoda definitely deserves a mention at the very so least. Before we wrap this up, gentlemen, I'd like to to go ahead and mention. The ultimate and final boss is of any coach, you know, like any sort of game level play, you get to the final boss. So I'm going to end this segment with the ultimate coach, ladies and gentlemen, the Statman Brian Fisher. Oh, yeah. Of course. Absolutely. Yep. Thank you. Brian's Thank drug you. this sorry ragtag group of basically <laughs> yeah. children yeah. across nearly yeah. three years mm-hmm. of a podcast. Absolutely. You need a medal or yep. Yeah, not unlike the Morris Buttermaker, or Butter, was his name? Buttermaker, Buttermaker, yeah. Yeah, Buttermaker. Yeah, not unlike the Morris Buttermaker of the of the podcast right. world. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yep. No, thanks, guys. Glad to be doing it with you. So, all seriousness. The best coach mm-hmm. I've ever had? Ah, uh, Me too. So nice. I mean, I never played sports, no. so I've never had one, but you, you're probably up it there. It shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
Well, my heart feels it, guys. Because you're like in your 70s. And what's, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just throw Penny's it out the back. window that my, yeah, my, my trans, I was trying to make an effective <laughs> transition into Golden Heart Tattoo, <laughs> which did not work. And that's, that's quite all right. So that's all right. So if you're looking for, uh, uh, some you know, ink in uh, 2023. Go, go get them a call at two three four seven zero six two nine eight two. Find them online at goldenhearttattoos.com and on Facebook at Golden Heart Norton N O R T O N. Get yourself some ink. Maybe get maybe get a tattoo of your favorite coach. Yeah, Mr. Miyagi Yoda, the guy from Jingle All the Way, the guy from Jingle All the Way. You never know. My left ass cheek. Yeah, maybe Carl Weathers. You know, get a half. You know, Carl Weathers as Chubb and Carl Weathers as Apollo Creed, something like yeah. that. There you go. And then a yeah. little Predator Carl Weathers just to pepper in some other cool no. shit. Yeah, just I get a montage of Carl Weathers and Carl Weathers. Be a fine tattoo. Carl Weathers on the beach. My right butt cheek is Rocky on the beach. So when I twerk, uh, I'm hugging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that. With the fucking shorts, boxing. Shorts and, 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 and long tube socks and everything. Actually, yeah. way too many. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The boxing like at the docking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That scene is unashamedly like, we're two men hugging. We don't care what you think. That's it. I thought that it was, was great. It was the first time in great. cinema history where the most heterosexual of males can watch it and go, you know what? I'm okay with being a little gay right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's what I thought where I think I'm straight, but I kind of want to be in on this hug. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Sure would love a spot in there. Yeah. You know? Uh, to be a squirrel. Uh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh well, guys, we have done it. We have we done saved it. Saved the world once again. Yeah, we've we saved the world. Yes, completed our coaching assignment. Yes, Nick. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you think. Is 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 it is it like? Is the outro like as a coach? Is it like one of the famous coaches? What 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 do you, what are you thinking here? I think we've seen enough of, of inspirational Nick coach that uh, we need him. We need Coach Nick yeah. okay, to send us out here. Well, guys. That sounds good. I'm not going to lie to you. Beginning of the show was a little rocky. Yes. To get that endorsement from you guys and what I've seen hard. from you boys here tonight, truly inspirational. Truly inspirational. You guys have inspired me to be better. Although I probably won't be. You guys have inspired me. <laughs> and everyone out there listening has inspired me. And all that we want to do is give back to you. And the best way that we can think to do that is to offer you all of our content on all of our social media accounts. And which we have left out there for you guys, you the listeners, because at the end of the day, you have earned it. You have earned the right to visit our social media accounts. You have earned the right to like, subscribe, rate, and review however you see fit. Because you are champions and you've earned it. Yeah. So, type into Google, convincing idiots. 
Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E. Go find all our social media accounts. You can also find all that information and so much more on our website, convincingidiots.wordpress.com. You know why you can go there? Because you're a champion, and that's where champions go. So, for this episode of Convincing Idiots, I am Coach Millennial Nick. And I'm the Zenial Dean running through that damn wall. Yeah, Jenex Brian. Have we convinced you to come back next season and join us for another episode of Convincing Idiots? Which will be next week, so just not a whole season. Just wait and come back next week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah! Let's go! Let's fucking go! Lizzo Gordon? <laughs> She's 100% that bitch. Hmm. She again? Kind of important. <laughs> mm. I'm ready. Yeah. <clears throat> We're going five, two. Fucking <clears throat> go. In five, One, four, two, two, two. three. Shut up. And welcome to the podcast. <laughs> welcome to the broadcast. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Boys and girls, welcome to the show. I think I fucked that up, Nick, because of you. Um, why my name am I the, why you can't speak? That doesn't make sense. I'm not alcohol or drugs. I don't know why you can't speak. <laughs> well, your beauty is, first of all. <laughs> um, so, redo. Right, we're, yeah, we're redoing that. <laughs> Take it from the top. <laughs> and... It's been a while since I fucked that up.